Wednesday, November 30th, 2005. This is the Radio Zoom Podcast. Well, now, perhaps you'd like to have a break for coffee or something. Radio Zoom. Yes, back again with another edition of Radio Zoom right here, coming to you from wonderful Vancouver, British Columbia. It's a little cold today, but other than that, you know, it's sunny and you really cannot complain when the sun's out in Vancouver because it really makes you appreciate uh, well it makes you appreciate the sun because of all the the rain that normally you get and actually yesterday it was snowing which is believe it or not a rarity around here Um, more common to the higher elevations but rare to the downtown area where uh, I live very very near to and kind of in sort of you know um, let's see, radiozoom at gmail.com is the email address if you want to send me feedback. You can also sign my Frapper map. Let me know where you're, you're listening in from. I always, well, I mean, they don't have very many people there right now. So sign up. Let me know where you're listening from. That's really great to have. And uh, also, something else that's new is you can leave me a voicemail. It's an American phone number, 206-222-1954, 206-222-1954. And uh, I don't know the country code right off the top of my head for the United States. But you know what? If you want to call in internationally and leave me a voicemail, uh, that's really cool because then it gets emailed directly to me and then I can use that for whatever purpose that I see fit because I always, I really, really do like feedback. I really like hearing from people and it's always great to uh, to have that. And you know what else too is I want to say is that donations to the Radio Zoom podcast are always, always appreciated. You can be my friend. Right now this is the band Cedars. And check this out. The song's called Fleets right here on the Resume Podcast. Yeah. 
Cedars, but Cedars. They're from Washington, D.C., and really, if you ask me, a great group of individuals because not only are they allowing me to play that with their uh, express permission, but uh, I've gotten emails from two of the members of the band, and they've had very good things to say about the things that I'm doing, and I can't have more than wonderful things to say about them. Can't have, which means negative. So I want to say can't not have, which would be positive, because two negatives equal a positive. Uh, that song comes off of their album, The Astoria Sessions. You can actually, I do believe, get that off of their website, as well as a couple of their other tracks, which I really, really recommend, um, especially if, if you like that track right there. And uh, they don't have much for shows coming up, but, you know, uh, let's see, I forget who it was that emailed me directly. Let me look up right, right now. Let me pull that up. But I guess they do have some new material coming out here quite soon. Um, let's see. Yeah, Rob Muller. Uh, he is uh, the management for the band. And uh, he says that, uh, let's see, we plan on going into the studio early this spring so we can have, send some new material as soon as it's finished, which is great. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear that they're still doing things. And also Brian uh, emailed me from uh, from Cedars. So, uh yeah, really great group of individuals, and I, I uh, love being able to play their music and will plan on playing more of that in the future, so that way I can kind of expose you a little more, because if I didn't, you know, persuade you there, I'm going to persuade you yet. Trust me, I'll get inside your head. Cedarsmusic.com, once again. And uh, as always, you can go to the audiohertz.net slash radio. That's the homepage, the webpage for the podcast, and I usually... Well, usually, no. I always provide you links to go find out more about these people uh, on their websites. And that way you can get their music. You can download the tracks that they have for free, or you can buy their stuff as they need to eat and clothe, them, clothe themselves, too. Uh, not a, a whole lot coming up in this episode. It's going to be kind of down-tempo, and maybe in the next segment I'll kind of fill you in a little bit on that. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention... Uh, it's just about my video podcast. I don't know if, you, for those of you that have been subscribed since, you know, geez, I've been doing this for just over a year now. Back when the initial wave of podcasting was going to uh, kind of take effect, I started in, uh, man, I want to say October 9th of 2004 was my initial uh, endeavor into um, podcasting. And um, since then, a lot has changed, but then also the advent of uh, video podcasts has come along, and I've been trying my hand at some, even though, you know, I don't have the greatest material in the world, I know that I don't have the greatest equipment in the world, all I have is my digital camera that makes handy little AVI movies that I can throw into iMovie and then make little cheesy movies that I can send down the pipe, and maybe that you'll enjoy, as I'm just trying to share some of my experiences uh, of being in Canada, living in Vancouver, um, 
you know, I used to, I grew up in Iowa, which is a vast difference, uh, not only in culture, but then, you know, also location. Um, so I mean, that's what I'm trying to accomplish with, with the, the video podcast, even though they're not really that great. I'm just trying to create uh, anything and create material to send out out the pipe and and with hope that you you are enjoying those and hopefully for those of you that are actually getting it I'm not sure uh if what I'm doing is working but for me it works I just don't know for those other people that uh that tune in and listen um that subscribe that uh, whatever aggregator you're using hopefully if you're using iTunes it's working just fine as it's working just for me um, but, uh, you know, I want feedback on that. So RadioZoom at gmail.com or uh, also the uh, you can send, you know, leave me the voicemails, 206-222-1954. Uh, and that's a U.S. telephone number. And you can just leave me a little voicemail and let me know what you think. Um, also, just you can do that as well just in terms of anything that goes on with the uh, the podcast. If there's anything that I say that I completely flub up or you want to make fun of me or give me kudos. Yeah, I said kudos. You can definitely do that on uh, that uh, that voicemail line or the email. You can even record something on your computer and then email it to me. I'm really begging. This is really awful. A little hopped up on coffee all of a sudden. Whew. I mean, it's just a, a chatterbox. Let me uh, kind of mellow out a little bit with this next selection. And this goes back a couple episodes. We're going to play some of the, uh, some, well, some demo stuff from Lou Barlow. The former frontman of Sabato. Well, you can't really say former. You never know if they're going to do something else again in the future. Uh, also, a collaborator of you know the full complosion, um, or the new full complosion. I'm sorry. So this is some of his solo stuff, and it's actually a demo, which I pulled off of his website. But I, I just I liked it so much that I I didn't want to play any of the, the you know the more polished up stuff. So this song is called "The Ballad of Day Kitty," and if you know anything about Lou Barlow. You know that he likes cats. So check this out. This is Radio Zoom. Where'd the kitty come from? Where'd the kitty go? The kitty's always hungry. I told the kitty no. So kitty had to ramble. Kitty had to roam. Where'd the kitty come from? Did the kitty go? Hector was the son of a mountain lion. She heard him crying. She followed him in. She became the apple of everybody's eye. When Hector couldn't love Day Kitty said goodbye She belonged to another Family up the street I knew they couldn't love her Even half as much as I I love the kitty in the morning Love the kitty in the night The day the kitty left me Hung my head and cried. Where'd the kitty come from? Where'd the kitty go? The kitty's always hungry. I told the kitty no. The kitty had a ramble. The kitty had a roll. Where'd the kitty? 
song or let's see the ballad of day kitty and that is actually off of his uh latest album you can find it, it's much more polished of course but um you uh can find that on the album with a, that's called emo basically it's home spelt backwards e-m-o-h and uh that's the um the latest release that he has is solo as far as i know right now He's over in Europe doing a lot of touring. Um, and if anybody knows anything about singer-songwriters, which I don't really... You can't really say that Lou Barlow's a singer-songwriter, but right now with him being solo, just wandering around with him and a guitar for the most part, um, well, that's kind of the label that gets pinned on you. But in Europe, it seems like there's just this culture that totally appreciates that type of artist. And... Um, I, I guess, you know, he's got a lot of gigs. At least I saw in the past, uh, like in about a month ago, he had a bunch of gigs coming up in Spain. So, uh, and I'm not sure if he was emailing me from Spain or something like that, but uh, that song was played with permission from Lou. He just wanted to make sure that I was able to point you his direction so you can definitely check out more of his stuff. Lubicore.com L-O-O-B-I-E-C-O-R-E dot com, Luby Core, and uh, you can check out his, his, you know, his personal site, or you can go to check out more information about the album. So that's Lou Barlow, and um, I have to say thank you to him for allowing me to play his material. It's very, very wonderful of him. The one thing I wanted to share, you know, going back to what I was saying about you know, what it's like being in Canada <clears throat> and where I grew up from, which is uh, Iowa. Uh, all my family's still in Iowa, and it's it's kind of a rough time right now for my family because, um, you know, I don't like try I, I try to stem away from getting into a lot of the, the uh, personal stuff. But one thing I do want to mention is my dad's going to be going into surgery here really soon. And uh, let me take a wonderful sip of uh, wonderful coffee. He's going to be heading into surgery right now because we had a scare... 
It just came up just around the time that I was about to to move up here uh, that uh, he had cancer and um, he had to go in for a biopsy and fortunately the biopsy found that it was non-cancerous. Now that's what the biopsy you know discovers and but you never know what might happen when they actually go in to take out the the uh, the you know the tumor that has grown I think it's around his kidneys and so it's a very delicate procedure and um, as far as I understand the man that he's going to see is one of the few men uh, at least in the area if not in the nation that is uh, qualified at doing this this um, this kind of procedure so that's going to be coming up very very soon actually I think it's going to be coming up this week and being that I'm somebody that's you know just about two months into living in a new land, new nation, that's that's hard to do. So that's something else that you have to really consider when you um, uh, that 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 comes up, which you know I did consider before I, I went away. You know, you you go further away from your loved ones, but there's only so much that you can do um, while you're even there. I mean, this is cancer, so it's it's something that's going to happen and, and take its course. So. Uh, it's non-cancerous at this time, but you never know what if the, if the tumor's grown, you know, taking a hold so much of the of his kid, one of his kidneys that they might have to remove it. I don't know. So it's a really delicate uh, delicate time, and it's uh, it's it's difficult being um, this far away and being unemployed to uh, had be a stage where you, you can't really uh, do much of anything except uh, sit at home and make podcasts all day long, even though that's not what I do. Um, I do have other things that are kind of going on, which I'll kind of share here coming up. But that was just one thing that I thought I would kind of share about being here. That's just a, it's a, another part of the experience of um, of you know of growing up and moving away from home. But this is also about you know living internationally and uh, living on the other side of a, of a border. Um, so I mean, I could go back, but the chances of being able to come back here would be um, would be interesting. So, who knows if we'll ever have to explore that within the next few months before I can get more things shored up with my status in the wonderful country of Canada. And yes, if anybody in the government is listening, I would like to stay here. And if you could help me make that so, that would be wonderful. Um, <clears throat> and I'll share more about that coming up here in just a little bit. But and I don't mean to make this a little bit of a downer, but this next musical selection was something that I really wanted to play because he submitted it. And I'm going to probably butcher your name, but he's from Bulgaria. And uh, Grigor Ilyev, I think is his name. I think that's how you pronounce it. But this is probably a little out of... um, It's a little out of you know, out of the the norm of what I usually kind of get into. But, you know, I used to work for a national public radio station and a classical radio, a classical music radio station. Now, classical music is not like classic rock, ACDC, stuff like that. No, we're talking about Bach, Beethoven, um, you know, along those lines, Dvorak and, and, and the such. You know, we're talking about, you know, string quartets and, you know, symphonies and orchestras and stuff like that. So I do have an appreciation, and even before that, you know, I can go into about how I was a band geek and a choir geek in high school. And um, the appreciation that I developed for classical music, even though it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea and the things that I totally got into. Eh, you know. But I liked this when I heard it, and so therefore, I, I, I think, because I can appreciate it, 
I'm going to play it, and maybe there's somebody out there that can appreciate it, or as Rebecca put it when she heard it, my girlfriend, this is something that would be great to turn on as it's snowing outside in the middle of winter. And uh, that's kind of what I did yesterday for a little while, but it, the snow just didn't stick around long enough. But So here it is. The song is called uh, Winter Story, and this is by Grigor Ilyev. And hopefully you like it. This is Radio Zoom.
the sounds of Grigor Ilyev on the Classical Podcast Radio Zoom. That song was called Winter Story, and you can find out more on music.download.com slash Grigor Ilyev. Sorry, I just had to try my hand at doing some classical radio announcing. I could never do it. I just don't I don't think I have the uh, the chops for it. But yes, that was Greg, uh, Grigor Ilyev with the song Winter Story. It was submitted to me via radiozoom at gmail.com. He emailed me and asked if I, you know, submitted it for uh, for playing. And you know what? Usually it's, it's always up to my discretion. And I just really enjoyed the that cut that I just had to play it for you. So you can find out on his website there, you can also, it's kind of a difficult, um, yeah, I won't spell it out for you. Just go to my website, you can click on the link, and you can go right to that, and you can download that uh, that MP3 straight from <clears throat> that website. So, um, yeah, once again, thank you very much for the submission, and if you are an artist that would like to submit your music to be played on the RadioZoom podcast, RadioZoom at gmail.com is the way to do it. You can just email me directly the MP3, or you just point me in the direction of your music, especially if you have have it on a website. Dude, that totally kicks and rocks and uh, makes my life a lot easier. So there used to be this little bit that I used to do called um, uh, Broadcast Engineering 101, and it was kind of my insight of what it's like behind the scenes of working at a radio station and the technology that makes radio work, and also giving you insights to the commercial radio world, which I had an interview at a commercial radio station yesterday here in Vancouver. More on that later. It's kind of irrelevant. But I want to do this. The first installment of Working in Canada, my little... um, well, tutorial of how it, it, it kind of works, but then also my experience of how it's going. And and this first little bit, what I want to do is explain to you the basic generalization of, of how, as an American, it is that you come to work in Canada. And this will just be kind of a point-by-point, wham, bam, bam, this is what happens for the most part, because this is the the track that I'm following, and I can give you more details later, and then uh, later on, I'm going to kind of give you my experiences as this kind of goes, um, as it unfolds, because I should be hearing in the next couple of weeks to hopefully days, uh, as to when the government can say, yes, you can work now, and then I go and um, start making income, which would be wonderful. But, when you come to Canada, as an American, you are eligible for a temporary resident permit for up to six months. So you don't even have to have a job if you just want to. If you have the cash just to kind of land in Canada and just live for six months, you know you have enough money that you can eat and um, you know, have a place to stay. Uh, there you go. I mean, you're in here legally for six months. You really don't need any other paperwork than that, as long as you're not like a wanted criminal. I mean, that's that's a whole other story, but. Uh, so when you're in, a, in here on a temporary resident permit, you're here, but you cannot work. That's important. If you're caught working, you can be you know deported and sent back home or or fined humegally, and uh, but the chances of you being sent back home are very great. Now, in order to get a work permit, you need a job offer, and you can do this part before you even get into the country. 
but this is the route that I've been taking. And to get a work permit, though, you need that job offer from a company. So you can get up here, you can interview, and go to interview after interview, but the company has to decide if they want to hire you. And now, not a lot of companies are really familiar with the whole process of hiring a foreign worker, especially from America, but there are, there's a good handful of them, and the ones I've run it, ran into, not a lot of people are quite up to the, uh, what could you say, you know, the, the rules and understanding the rules. So, yeah, I've, I've had to learn all these things and then also educate them, but then they've educated themselves, and we've all gone through this process of understanding what it is that needs to happen. But once the, the company offers you a job, it has to be a legitimate job offer written on a piece of paper saying, you know, we're going to give you this job, we're going to give you the, you know, you're going to have this job <clears throat> available to you for so, you know, for this amount of time, and, um, you know, if it's temporary or if it's supposed to be full-time, part-time, whatever. But that job offer then goes to the government and has to be uh, basically it has to be approved by the HR department of the government and they decide if you are um, not only if you can have you know have that job if you're qualified for that job but more so if they are giving this job to an American coming into the country that is going to take away this job from other qualified Canadians that could do this job already there lies the difficult part and there lies the the waiting period as to whatever it is that they do. I don't know if they have to make phone calls, do some sort of investigation or something like that, but they have to basically figure out if you are taking away uh, a job that other quali you know, qualified Canadians could do. So that's the, the part that I'm in right now is in the waiting period. And chances are, there's a 95% chance <clears throat> that I'm, it's going to go through. Um, but there's also a chance that you, you might not. That's just what you have to kind of uh, kind of gauge when you as you go through this process. Once you have that job offer approved, though, then you can get the work permit, and then you are able to work. And, but you're only able to work, I think, for that specified job that you've been approved for. You can't just get a work permit and say, "Great, I got a job here. Now I'm going to get a job over here," or um, you know, "I want to go work at Burger King over here." Which, I, yeah, they have a Burger King here. So. But that work permit does is uh, is uh, the part that does cost some money, and that's $150 Canadian. Not to mention the, the money that you've spent traveling up here, the money you've spent eating, uh, clothing, and maybe even lodging. It's really hard to say. Luckily, I've had a very uh, good luck with the whole lodging part, being that Rebecca already lives here. So that's the basic lowdown of how the process all works. Now. Next time that I, I do this segment, I'll explain a little more of the story of what I've gone through gone through so far, even though I do have that, like I said earlier, I had an interview yesterday, and uh, even though I do have this process going on, it never hurts just to keep interviewing and just keep uh, meeting people and just getting your, your name and your face out there, because obviously I must have talents and skills that uh, people find uh, readily... Um, uh, usable and uh, and likable. It's just a matter of the government saying, yes, this man may work in Canada. So once again, I say, if there's anybody listening in the uh, government, especially that works in, over the HRDSC, which I think that's the uh, initials, um, yeah, put in a good word for me. Now, the other one, one last point before I end this episode why can't I get listed into the iTunes uh, podcast directory? Can someone help me out here? Why is this not happening? And um, why, you know, is can someone help me out here? 
because I've actually gone in to submit it and somebody's already submitted it for me. I'm not sure. But if it's already submitted and it's not showing up, what am I doing wrong? I don't know. I've tried so many different things. I go through FeedBurner and they got all the right tags and blah, 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 blah. But somebody, somebody, please point me in the right direction. Maybe somebody in Apple's listening to this and will get me listed. I don't know. And another hint for you. This is episode 47. Got some different things coming up as I head into the uh, the half-century mark here. But uh, some things are changing. And if you ask me, they're changing for the better. Because in the end, it'll make everybody happy. It'll make my life a heck of a lot more easier. So, RadioZoom, dot, or RadioZoom at gmail.com is the uh, email address if you would like to uh, send me some feedback, send me your MP3s, all that fun stuff. You can leave me those voicemails, 206-222-1954. That's a U.S. phone number. Uh, Sign my Frapper. If you go to uh, frapper.com slash podcast, you can list on there where you're listening from. And I'm, I'm really curious as to uh, where my listeners are, are tuning in from. It's, it's a worldwide map, so if you can understand me and what I'm saying, wherever country you're listening from, be it over in Europe or South America, tag yourself onto that map and let me know where you're listening from, because uh, it's, always, it's always fun. I like to try to do something with my listeners, you know, try to establish some sort of relationship there. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's a little, um, um, uh, you know, uh, PayPal donation button on my site if you want to donate any money, because that'd be kind of cool. And that's about it. I'm going to get myself out of here. One last track for you to listen to. This is off of his album. Well, actually, it's not even an album. It's a little five-song EP. DickPrawl.com is the website, and he has some shows coming up in the Chicagoland area this in the month of December. And it's the acoustic version of the same song you can find on his album, Fizzle Buzzy. Yes, Fizzle Buzzy. Um, <clears throat> the song is called Great Admirer. And I hope you enjoyed this edition. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoy your day. And um, I'm going to enjoy the rest of my coffee. So we'll check it later. And adios. <sighs> She's got hair. Long and black Sometimes down Sometimes back But either way I love All the same She's got hair Long and black Sometimes down Sometimes back But either way I love All the same
Podcast is a product of the AudioHertz.net weblog. Send emails, audio comments, and songs to play on the RadioZoom podcast to RadioZoom at gmail.com. That's RadioZoom, all one word, at gmail.com. Check out the website for more. AudioHertz.net slash radio. Radio.